0: This is Madam Landlord.
1: This is Madam Landlord. You are still listening to Hard Facts on 99.3 Nigeria Info. I'm Sandra Ezekwesivi. It's Monday. You just heard the 4 p.m. news update. Uh, so, you know, it's time for Madam Landlord. From now until 5 p.m., we're going to be talking about one big issue affecting landlords, tenants, estate managers and agents. How does a quit notice work? How does it work? Ever since we started, Madam Landlord, that's one of the questions that you keep sending to me. You want to know exactly how they work. You want to know under what circumstances uh, Madam Landlord can give one. What rights does the tenant have uh, once a quick notice is served? What rights does Madam Landlord have as well? You've also been sharing a lot of stories and one thing is very, very clear. When the time comes to end a tenancy agreement, There can be a lot of lawlessness. There can be a lot of impunity. There can be a lot of confusion. And it's not just one side or the other. Both landlords and tenants have been guilty of simply doing anyhow, right? And the main reason this continues to happen is most people don't know their rights. Either they don't know their rights or they don't know their responsibilities, now, here to talk about this stuff and help us make sense of all of it are two lawyers practicing here in Lagos. First of all, I have Stanley Nabo. Stanley, welcome to Hard Facts.
2: Thank you for having
1: me. I, I don't know if the noise is coming from your end, but uh, could you find somewhere quieter? Oh, yes. I'm
2: trying to go into my... I just
1: came out today. Oh, fantastic. Thank you. Thank you for having me. We also have Jerry Okke on the show. Jerry, welcome to Hard Facts. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right, Lagos, tell me your quit notice story. Do you have a quit notice story, Lagos? Are you a landlord? What are some of the challenges that you've had when it comes to, uh, uh, time to evict a tenant? Well, what were your reasons for even wanting to evict a tenant? Uh, tenants who are listening to the show, have you ever been served a quit notice? Have you ever been evicted? Do you think the process was unfair or illegal? In what way do you think the process was unfair or illegal? Stanley, I'll start with you, right? We're talking about what the law says. So let's start by answering which law or laws govern tenancy in Lagos State. Stanley.
2: Yes, there is the tenancy law of Lagos. That is basically the the law that governs tenancy in Lagos State. Alright, so um, there is recovery of residential premises, premises law and all of that So, but basically the tenancy law of Lagos governs property, um, recovery of tenancy laws all in the uh, states of Lagos. Yes.
3: Jerry? The tenancy laws. Yes, um, basically uh, the Lagos State Tenancy Law 2011 actually um, tries to regulate all actions um, when it comes to uh, landlords and tenants. Of course, you know that when there is no law, of course, uh, you could have a situation where everybody becomes comes into an anarchic state. So these laws help regulate and explain to everybody in clear fact how you should go about it. So the law specifically states how a landlord. Should initiate a proceeding on evicting a tenant and what the tenant should do uh, in case the landlord becomes erring. So basically, the law is negotiated and in law.
1: I see. Now, before we go further, Jerry, let me ask a very basic question because okay. even though it may seem basic, a lot of people don't have the answer. Of course. Under what circumstances can a landlord evict a tenant?
3: Well, um, the Tenancy law, uh, 2011, in Section 25, actually outlined grounds for possession. So um, I'll have to just summarize it because um, I'm assuming we have um, uh, laymen listening to the show. That's right. So um, the cardinal point each tenant has to understand that um, the landlord is not a father christmas. So basically, in practice, one of the things that keeps coming up is um, non-payment of rent. And of course, nobody wants to have a job and not be able to get money, especially in these trying times. However, um, Section twenty-five of the law states ground for possession. One of it is arrears of rent. So if you're in arrears, of course, your landlord can issue a quick notice. The second part of it is breach of any covenant. Of course, you know... That's why a call tenancy agreement. So when you pack into a property, the agent or the lawyer or the landlord gives you a tenancy agreement. Um, the tenancy agreement is expected to be binding on both parties. So if you breach any of the agreements, he can give you a quick notice on that. You have another one where the premises is required by the landlord for personal use. Of course, the landlord might um, have a property and probably stay in somewhere else. So, if he requires this property for personal use, what he needs to do is to explain to you and give a quick notice, and you are expected to vacate the premises. Then you have another one where the premises require substantial repairs. Of course, you know in Lagos State uh, there are some buildings that are very old, and most times um, government. In fact, there are a lot of buildings that have fallen down in Lagos State. So, if the property needs substantial repairs. All the landlord needs to do is to evict eternal death to be able to carry out those repairs. There are also, in the uh, same law, there are also what you call the, if the premises is being used for immoral or illegal purposes. Of course, if you rent an apartment and the landlord or your neighbors begin to find out that you have been um, doing some things, I don't know, maybe um, for immoral purposes or for illegal purposes, of course the landlord can issue you quickly. You also have where the premises have been abandoned. You can rent a property and probably move to Canada, or move to U.S. It depends. You might not be paying, or you might be paying, but the law says that if the premises have been abandoned, now, abandonment, nobody knows how many years, let's say a year or two. The landlord can move in and probably take notice there. You also have if the premises is unsafe, as to constitute a danger to human life or property. He is also one of the ones I was talking about, substantial repair. Okay. And again, if the tenant is constituting a so a can be defined um, in various ways. But if the uh, tenant becomes uh, stubborn, unreasonable, the constituting then the landlord can issue a pick notice. So these are some of the reasons
1: where a landlord can move in and give you a quick notice. Mm. Uh, J- Stanley, I wonder if you think Jerry left any out or if you disagree with any of the uh, reasons that uh, Jerry has uh, already stated. You
2: see, the, 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 the law is systematic and organic. The, the, what Jerry has stated, these are the things that I'm even impressed that he has to go all uh, comprehensive. Mm. These are the th- these are the reasons why the the landlord can revoke paternal mm.
0: If If
2: uh, the, the, the one I, I particularly want to pay um, probably throw more um, light on energy mm-hmm. energy on mm-hmm. because he exhausted them. The mm-hmm. one I want to throw more energy on mm-hmm. is used for immoral purposes. You, you, look, sometimes many of us tenants just automatically want to think that I have paid I have paid rent so whatever I want I use the, the uh, I can use the property for whatever I want. no. the law does not allow that because in the end of the day it falls on the landlord if that house is found to be used for a, an unlawful purpose, that house can be sealed up. And then the tenant will not stay back because the house has been sealed. The tenant will move on. So it's the house on the landlord to ensure that he did not give his property to a person who has converted it into immoral purpose. For instance, you rented an apartment and you have converted it into a brothel. What happens if something goes wrong? For the fact that you have converted it to a hotel is even an unlawful act. Now, what happens if somebody is killed in the process of being using that place for that purpose? What happens if the government comes in one day, clamps down on that place, and wants? So it would constitute a danger to landlord ownership of that property. So the fact I want to disabuse the minds of our listeners: mm. the fact that you have paid a rent. On a property, it's not an exclusive right for you to use it for whatever purpose you wish to. And like Jerry has stated, the the, the tenancy agreement should cover what purpose you are, for what purpose you are using, that you are taking this property. And then I found out, maybe when we proceed in this discourse, Mm -hmm. there will be talking more that. I found out that very many of our tenants. Mm -hmm. Almost always because of the fact that they, they they are eager to get an apartment and because of the hustle of getting an apartment, especially here in Lagos, mm. they, they they want to just um the moment they see a property that uh, this is for rent and they have the money, they just want to move in. Mm. Go if you do a survey right now of how many persons are living in a house with a detailed tenancy agreement, you will find out that are less than. They are less than. The, the percentage will shock you. Hmm. Almost uh, most of the time, we just want to move in. We don't care about the content of the And for those who even have tenancy agreement, go and find, go and ask them. They don't even know the content of these agreements. Hmm. So they just take it. They just sign. They just move in. For those who have it, they don't even know the content. For some people, don't even have at all. So all of this, all of these are factored into. Uh, the tenancy agreement. When are you, what are you using this property for? What, uh, when are you supposed to be renewing your rent? Is there, of course, rent renew clauses and, uh, and review clauses, all of these things are supposed to be factored into the tenancy agreement. If eventually, like Jerry said, it is found that you are running contrary to any of these. These clauses they are called covenants in the tenancy Mm -hmm. agreement. Mm -hmm. If you are running contrary to any of these Mm covenants, the landlord has a right. To revoke your tenancy and ask you to leave.
1: Now, both then, of you. Oh, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Go ahead.
2: And yeah, so, how how he eventually is going to ask you to leave is what we are going to now discuss. Today this subsequent at uh, the program um,
1: as the program okay. goes on. Exactly. Yes. Now, both of you have mentioned illegal and immoral, and you make it seem like there's a difference between illegal and immoral. Stanley, is there a difference between illegal yes, and there's, immoral?
2: Yeah, yes. apparently there is okay. a difference.
1: Okay. Now. An illegal
2: act is an act that the law condenses as being illegal.
0: Okay.
2: Okay. I would I would that a little bit. Thank you. Now, um, excuse me if I'm using a language that is. I I'll try as best as possible to, use to keep it simple. Language.
1: Thank you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> now,
2: uh, uh, when you say uh, an act is illegal in law, nobody, nobody can be convicted of an act that is not specifically spelled out in a law, in a written law, that this act is wrong. For instance, for instance, uh, uh, um, armed robbery is wrong. The criminal code so says that armed robbery is wrong. Armed robbery is an illegal act. Now, if, if prostitution, for example, prostitution is not in any law there is no law that says, okay, you cannot sleep with another man. No law says that. But that act is immoral. So for the fact that an an action is not condemned as, uh, as don't do this, if you do this, this will happen to you, that act is not illegal. But once the law says, don't do this, if you do this, this will happen to you, then it becomes illegal for anybody who does it. But the moment the act is saying you it, it, silent about it, or mm. your own conscience, the society, the
1: moral moral um, this, uh, standard condemns it. Then it is immoral. Now then there's it, a conversation to be had about whether or not um, immorality or morality should be a subject when it comes to evicting a person from a property. Mm-hmm. That conversation <laughs> okay. has to be had. I mean, uh, should, you, don't, sh- you don't want to have that conversation. Does the, uh, Jerry? Does the? Let me come to Jerry. I'm curious about what Jerry thinks. Okay. Does the Constitution allow for penalties for acts that are immoral but not illegal?
3: Um. Well, like I said, I'm a very practical person. Yeah. Um. It still goes on to what Stanley said. But most times, when you about entering into a property, you need to. Um, go through the tenancy agreement. Mm. If you don't have any you need to insist with in given an agreement. For example, let me just bring um, an example home. Mm. Um, let's say, um, uh, let's say, Winners Chapel or any of the religious um, centers churches mm-hmm. has an apartment wherein it states that um, before you come into this place, you will either be a Christian or let's say we don't wear trousers inside this apartment or that we don't want single people to live here. You know, this is what they want. They don't want um, single people to come there. They don't want people or ladies who wear trousers to live here. But now, because you might be desperate, you want to package, you like the apartment, you want to go in. And now you've gone into the apartment. And tomorrow, of course, you want to have your girlfriend or your boyfriend come around or now you're wearing trousers. And it starts becoming an issue. So when they now give you a quick notice, based on that, of course, you have not committed any offense known to law. But as far as they are concerned, they don't want this. But i been you, you have gone into that, uh, trying to probably play your way around it. So it cannot work. What am I trying to say? An act, like Stanley said, can be immoral, but it's not illegal. If I have somebody living in my apartment, and the person every day keeps bringing different women home. The neighbors can come in one day and say, "Please, I don't. We are not comfortable with this guy living with us because we have children growing up, and this guy keeps bringing different women home." Has the guy committed any offence? No, he has not committed any offence. But if the immorality becomes almost a nuisance, or if the immorality becomes a nuisance, I may not have any other option than to show him with um, a quick notice. So he cannot come back and claim that uh, he didn't commit any offence. Because as far as that particular line of situation is concerned, he has become a nuisance to his neighbors and probably... If the landlord or the landlady lives in the apartment, I don't know if that answers the question.
1: Now, is this not discrimination? Because, I mean, can a contract that enshrines discrimination be considered legal? If you're saying, if you're not a Christian, I can't rent to you. For example, we're not saying it happens. Now, there are some reports that it happens. But uh, if a property says, because you're a Christian, I can't rent to you. Because you are single, I can't rent to you. Because you wear trousers, I can't rent to you. Is that not discrimination? Discrimination. And if that is discrimination, can a contract that enshrines discrimination be considered legal? I'll, I'll, I'll get your answer first, Jerry, then I'll come to Stanley. Jerry.
3: Okay, well, um, this tenancy law, as it is now, mm. is saying something. If you go to Section 13, mm-hmm. uh, now, uh, where there is no stipulation as to the notice to be given by either party, mm. what that thing means is if you guys uh, do not specify in a contract. Hmm. The law understands that parties might have a contract on their own. With, let us discuss. Come. And now, I have a house. And this is my house. Um, I pay, I bought the house, I have a certain fit, and I fixed my house, and I, I have lamped out to let. And I said, okay, I do not want single ladies hmm. to um, come in here and pay for an apartment. It's, it's my right. I'm, I'm not sure... Uh, I'm breaking any law. Yes, it might be discriminating, it might be sexist, uh, uh, but I have not broken any law. That's one of the things we have to look into. I have not broken any law. I don't want, uh, or maybe, okay, for example, one of the situations that happened in one of the houses I managed, the lady, the landlady, Hmm. refused that a single lady will not come into the property Hmm. because um, her reason is that the landlord, being the husband, might start uh, sleeping with the single lady, and of course, I made sure that there is no single lady that will come into the apartment. Hmm. So, has she done anything illegal? No, she has not. And um, the landlord was like, okay, I don't want trouble. Please, a barrister, make sure you get a guy or a married couple to come and stay here. So, if there was a lady that came, I told the lady, these are the reasons. And she left, she went to somewhere else where she was allowed. So, um, I can say no way, uh, but I am not broken any law. It depends on my faith. It depends on what um, what I believe to be right or wrong.
0: Okay. Now,
3: nobody can ex- um, expressly say that the lady was wrong. Hmm. Because you, um, I don't live with them. Maybe she has seen some things before with the husband. Mm-hmm. So, nobody knows. Well, the lady cannot come and sue or file an action that she was refused entry, it's not possible I because see. she didn't break any law. J- uh, Stanley, said,
1: Stanley, him. let me hear from you.
2: Yeah, anyway, you see, the thing is, you cannot, you cannot have your cake and eat it,
1: okay? You can
2: you, you will not be allowed to um, pick and choose at the same time. Mm. Now, this is what it is. Now, the idea of whether it is discriminatory or not, mm. first of all, comes from Who owns the property? okay now if that property belongs to the federal government mm-hmm. or to the state government or mm-hmm. to, to the state mm-hmm. it's the property of the state mm-hmm. you cannot begin to say okay the right to do this the right to not do this the mm-hmm. right to do that uh-huh. you mm-hmm. can begin to talk about that that if it is against the provisions of the constitution that okay oh, the right to this the right to that then we can begin to discuss that now that discussion does not even come up when the property is a private property I see now for for instance, if if Winners Chapel owns a university and says, look, in this place you don't you don't you don't use phone, you don't use phone, you cannot go to court and begin to say now that is that is uh, against my fundamental because you that law was not made prior to your coming, it was made before you came, you saw it you chose it, and then you want to now, uh, after having your cake, you want to eat it again. Then that will not come. Because that's why I said as a a starter, Mm -hmm. that you must be sure of the covenant of the covenant, sorry, the covenant in the uh, relationship tenancy between agreement. you uh, and and yes, in the tenancy agreement, you must be sure you don't just say, Okay, I want to live in the house. I mean, mm. the moment you live in the house, it's assumed that you must abide by what the landlord wants or the, the lady wants. The, the example that Jerry cited suffices. Mm. Madame mm-hmm. says, Look, I don't want any young lady to come here. She that's her reason now, it's her property. If it were to be a property of the government, given to her to manage, mm-hmm. and she's, mm-hmm. co- she's coming to say, Look. I don't want to give this property to any woman Then we can begin to have the discussion As to whether it's discriminatory or not But that discussion does not suffer If you want to wear trousers Go and build your own house Or go and find a house Where it is allowed to wear trousers Otherwise, you must abide by what the landlord wants
4: Okay. Lagos, if you
1: just joined the show, you're listening to Hard Facts on 99.3 Nigeria Info. Every fortnight, we have a conversation about uh, the real estate industry. We have a show called Madame Landlord, a segment called Madame Landlord on Hard Facts. And today, we're wondering how exactly a quit notice works. I have on the show with me two real estate lawyers, Stanley Nabo and uh, and, uh, Jerry Okeke. And they've been graciously answering questions and you can also call in with your own questions for them because I'm sure that you have a ton of them. Now, before we veered off into discrimination and uh, what could uh, cause uh, a landlord, what circumstances a landlord can evict under, um, uh, that's what we're talking about. Now, after the break, we're about to take a quick break. After that quick break, we're going to find out the flip answer to that question because we also need to... To know under what circumstances a landlord does not have the right to evict a tenant, or does a tenant have the right to resist eviction? So before we veered off into what constitutes as discriminatory, what is illegal, what is immoral, I wanted to find out from the lawyers under what circumstances a landlord can evict a tenant. Now we're going to find out under what circumstances a landlord cannot evict a tenant or under what circumstances a tenant has the right to resist ev- eviction that conversation uh, will happen immediately after this break you're listening to hard facts on 99.3 nigeria info you can tweet at us at nigeria info fm you can also share your thoughts with us on whatsapp whatsapp is o h o. 959 75805 080 959 75805 You can also share your thoughts on Facebook Nigeria info 99.3 There's also a phone number that you can call live on the show today 0700 993 993 993 0700 993 993 993 I'm Sandra Ezra This is Hard Facts Don't go 99.3 away 99.3 Nigeria Info we'll be right back
4: A place where you can win without limits. A place where you get a 100% bonus to stake. A place where virtual is
3: brought to reality. Even more. Even more. A place where you can bet online
4: anytime, even while you're out of data. Register on actionbet.ng. Action bet. Think bold. Take action. Win big. Before now, getting a good HMO that works perfectly for my staff was a lot of hassle. Many HMOs come with cumbersome registration. It gets worse when my staff come back to complain about the terrible service they get from these HMOs. I decided to give Reliance HMO a try based on glowing recommendations I received from my HR colleagues and I was not disappointed. I was able to register all 100 staff in 5 minutes. I have access to a 24-hour responsive helpline and an account manager that helps me with any issue. My staff about the premium service they receive from Reliance HMO. They especially love the access to gym, spa, dental care, and the hospital roaming. I no longer worry myself about issues concerning HMO. Reliance HMO does that for me. I will recommend them any day.
3: Visit relianceHMO.com forward slash corporate or call 700 7354 to get a quote for your company and start enjoying reliable healthcare today. Reliance HMO, you can rely on us.
4: Nigeria Info.
1: Your number one station for talk. Let's talk.
0: This is Madam Landlord.
1: This is is Madam Landlord. Let's continue our conversation. Jerry Okeke is here. He's a real estate manager. Uh, he's a real estate lawyer, sorry. Uh, well, also a manager because he's got properties he's managing as well. Stanley Nabo is all also here as a real estate lawyer. And we're having conversations on Madam Landlord. I am Sandra Ezekweseli. You're listening to Nigeria Info 99.3. Now, let's talk about that flip side, Jerry. Under what circumstances, Jerry, does a landlord not have the right to evict a tenant or does a tenant have the right to resist eviction?
3: Okay. Um. Well, basically, there is this um, popular mass, um, magazine that um, a willing tenant cannot be forced upon an unwilling landlord. Actually, we must understand that fact. I don't know if you got understood what I just said.
1: Can you say, say it again? Tenants tenant mm-hmm.
3: cannot be forced upon an unwilling landlord. Okay. So um, <laughs> what this statement means is that it doesn't matter um, how willing you are to, to stay in there. that You must eventually uh, vacate the premises. So what the law has now done is this. Um, the landlords have been regulated. Uh, there are instances where a landlord cannot um, issue quit notice to... Uh, a tenant, for example, uh, we are looking at if the rent he paid for has not expired. Uh, uh, are you with I mean? I don't know. Should I uh uh-huh.
1: I'm listening. Go ahead. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: So, for example, I keep using the practical example. Somebody passes into your apartment and pays for a year, mm-hmm. January to December. Mm-hmm. And sometime around March, you came to give the person quick notice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not, uh, you can't even do that. Mm. Uh, so except, like I said, if the man upon parking into your apartment had uh, defaulted for convenience. Hmm. Other than that, he's going to resist. And if you insist, they can counterclaim against you in court of law.
0: Hmm.
3: There is also some instances where the uh, tenant might reject or refuse to leave, except you pay him back uh, some compensation. For example, if you park into your apartment, and notifies you in writing of some things that are not fixed. And you told him, or you gave him a go-ahead order to proceed and rectify those things. Mm. After spending minutes, when you can't come back and tell him to protect the premises, Mm. he has not enjoyed his money. And if you insist you want to go to court. all he needs to do is to counterclaim and get compensation for all he has spent before you tell him to leave. Mm. And uh, again, remember, like I said, he can resist for a year, two years, but at the end of the day, he's still going to give up possession because uh, no matter how good he is, the landlord eventually has his property back. What the law will always look at is has the landlord done it the right way. Hmm. So all one landlord needs to do is to get a lawyer or an estate agent hmm. who will go through the law and do it accordingly. Hmm. Once you don't do it accordingly, then we fight back. Uh, you can go to court on that and... Um, it will fail. The rich proposition will fail because you have not done the right so you have to go back to the tenancy law go through it see what it says before you issue quick notices.
1: Hmm. Alright. Uh, Stanley, did Jerry leave anything out?
2: Oh, well, I, I, I uh, Jerry's uh, d- detailed in his discussion. We like uh, that. Uh, <laughs> le- 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 let me add that. Le- like Jerry said, let me add a voice to it. You cannot force a willing tenant and no willing landlord. That's hmm. basic. Now, the owner of a property can choose to um, ask you to leave. However, however, there are certain things that he must not do in the process of asking you to leave. Hmm. I've been in Lagos for a while, uh, seeing people who they just want you to leave the house. The next thing they will do is to go and remove your roof. Uh, 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 (laughs) You live on the island, you don't have, you don't have uh, a, maybe you don't have this crazy landlord. uh, But uh, there are landlords, they will just go and remove the roof of uh, your building. And then some some will remove your windows, some will remove your doors and all of that, ah. property, mani- property managers, uh, I have had cause to deal with landlords who would think that the procedure I am taking is too lengthy for them. They would just go take locks into their hand. I would just hand over their keys to them because I would not want to be a part of such illegality. Hmm. Now, the, the, the one that reigns in the island, in the more informed environment of Lagos, is for the landlord to go ahead and change your locks without your knowing. You just come back one day and discover that your your your, your keys aren't opening your doors anymore. And then that, that will mean that before, I mean, by the time you came back from work, they had changed your locks. Now, these are the things that the landlord must not do in the process of recovering a property. Mm. Maybe as the discussion progresses, we'll get to that point. Mm. But that whether the landlord can. Or cannot um, evict you from his house at will. He can, and then the uh, the idea of uh, tenancy uh, uh, and advocacy, or mm. uh, to say, okay, you are evicting from the house, I will not leave. I mm. like this environment, and all of that. that, that that's not uh, allowed. At least in this clan, mm. uh, it's not allowed. You we have to. Be, the only thing is that you must be allowed. To pay out your, um, your your tenancy, tenancy. Mm. Or, or at least there will be uh, a refund. Um, the 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 the, the, the dicey question to ask is in a, in event where the landlord decides that okay, uh, you you are a yearly tenant and then you have just paid six months, okay, or let's say seven months, mm. and then I want you to leave. I want you to leave immediately. Maybe the landlord notices that the way you look at his daughter his daughter, he doesn't like it and <laughs> then if i allow this guy to remain here uh, my daughter might just be in trouble very soon and then he says okay uh, young man you are leaving my daughter just came back from us i noticed the way you were looking at her i don't like it you have to leave and then the, 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 the then the language says okay they tell us to say, okay, my length is expiring by December, you cannot ask me to leave and all of that. And all of that. Oh, that, I will refund your money just now, you must leave tomorrow money. Now, that is the area we should be having discussion on. I think that, uh, I will think that the laws are a little uh, silence in that area. Hmm. But then, I would think that it is not to be. it's not allowed. You should not be allowed. Then, then the tenant should not go about that in the recalcitrant way. Okay. Because you must put at the back of your mind that there is always a reaction for every action. Now, if your action repose into a public disturbance, you should know that you pay for it. So, where the landlord has said, "Okay, well, tomorrow morning you uh, next week you are leaving my house. This is the balance of your rent, and now leave." Now, the moral, moral, moral morality should say uh, where do you want him to move to within mm-hmm. a week? Mm-hmm. And then he's saying, I'm refunding your money. That is the only relationship that exists between us. I'm refunding your money. You are leaving immediately. I think the what the, 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 the tenant ought to do almost immediately is to talk to his lawyer. The lawyers know the proper applications to make to mm. stop that kind of premature eviction. But in the event where your rent has... Being used mm. and then the landlord says well I'm no longer taking you I'm no longer taking money from you you have to leave mm. uh, uh, you definitely have to leave
1: I see. Now, Unchekube on WhatsApp says, please, what do I do in a situation where my landlord gave me a two-month quit notice after giving him part payment of my yearly house rent? I want to know, am I supposed to pay for the two months when living in when leaving the house or not? And if not, what do I do? I'm not sure I understand that question. But, uh, Jerry, I, do you understand I, I that question? Yes, I
3: think I understand. clear question. Okay. I I <laughs> Go ahead, Jerry. Um, normally, uh, I, I don't know how people came across this um, in Lagos State, uh, because this is where I practice, hmm. once you give somebody a quick notice, it's assumed um, the person is not going to pay for your rent again. Um, actually, what she's saying is that um, the landlord gave her, she paid some part payments. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, probably she's a yearly tenant. Mm-hmm. And of course, um, with the pandemic and everything, she didn't have enough money. So she probably made some part payments. And the landlord now gave her two months' is. Um, That That's actually a wrong process. However, I must say, however, I'm not privy to the tenancy agreement. You know, I keep saying, I keep mentioning this tenancy agreement. Hmm. Um, tenancy agreement is actually the fulcrum of the relationship between parties. So, if prior before you enter into somebody's apartment, it gives you a tenancy agreement where is the scaly has settled that to. Whenever he wants to evict you or give you notices, that he's going to give you two months' written notice. I'm not sure you can come back and argue and fight over it because it's basically written in the law that the only time the issue of uh, six months, because what am I saying? This two months is not is strange uh, to our law here in Lagos State. A yearly tenant is entitled to six months' written notice. Um, a half a yearly tenant. Or a portal tenant is entitled to three months' quick notice. Why a monthly tenant is entitled to one month quick notice? Hmm. But now uh, she said she was giving two months' quick notice. So, if you understand what I just read out, you can't find two months in any of the things I read. So, um, you need to, I don't know if you can reply that to it, you need to ask her if she has a tenancy agreement. Okay. Because this is one of the things people have to look out for. Hmm. Most times, when they give you a notice, you'll be like, uh, the guy is wrong, he shouldn't have, but you have not even gone back. To look at
1: your tenancy, tenancy, tenancy agreement. People
3: mm. don't read their tenancy agreement. Mm. You must read it and you need to even call somebody to help you read it to know if there are some key um, phrases or convenants that you're not you, you can't live up with. So the two most peace notice might be valid as far as I'm concerned, but we have to take recourse to the tenancy agreement. However, if you don't have any tenancy agreement, um the two most peace notice cannot fly in law. Yeah,
1: in legal I see. All right, well, she's replying, so I'm hoping that um, she does send in her reply before uh, we are done with the show. I have an interesting uh, question here from Mr. Rotimi. Akin Kintunde from Banikoro. He says, what can a landlord do in case the tenant converts a residential property to a warehouse? Secondly, a covenant of agreement signed by the tenant and the landlord without a witness from the tenant, can it be tendered in the court of law? I'll have Stanley answer that question.
2: Well, if a a, a tenant begins to um, convert a property into a warehouse... Uh, well, I, I, I think I currently am doing something that looks like that somewhere in Lagos. And then the young the, the man took the house and then he decided to convert it into a school. A house that he took to live in, he converted it into a school. Now, apart from the fact that it runs, it runs contrary to what the landlord gave the house to you for, it also affects the... the, the 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 policy, governmental policy on residential uh, premises and all of that. What the landlord should do is to, evidently, like uh, we have always um, um, insisted, evidently, the fact that he converted into a warehouse and the landlord is worried means that it wasn't part of the covenant. It wasn't rented to be converted into a warehouse. That's a breach of the uh, uh, um, terms of the agreement. And then uh, that actually gives rise to um, eviction, as it were, to termination of the, um, of the of the tenancy. And the moment tenancy is terminated, the moment tenancy is terminated, the next thing is to commence a proceeding to recover the pro- uh, property. Now, there is a there, there is a technicality about recovery of premises, uh, especially in Lagos. There is this um, wide-ranging um, mis- uh, misinformation in the minds of um, tenants that look, before you can evict me, if I'm a yearly tenant, I don't know. Most land, most tenants in Nigeria know that they are part of their rights without knowing the, the, the exceptions to it. Now, the, 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 the widely spread uh, misinformation is that the moment I'm a yearly tenant, I am entitled to six-month notice. Uh, no, however, that is applicable only when the tenancy sees, still subsists. That is, when the tenancy is still existing. Hmm. But if there is a termination of that tenancy, if that tenancy is terminated, you are no longer uh, uh, entitled to six-month notice. I see. I see. I, I, I don't know if you get I see. The, the tenancy can be terminated either by a notice, to, uh, notice of termination or, uh, what do you call it? A of time. Affliction Affliction of, of time. Uh, that is the expiration of time. That is your, your tenancy with me has expired. The day it expires, it means it has terminated. Now, if there is a, 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 a renewal clause, you can go ahead and renew. If, there, if, if the landlord says you, are, you can renew, if the renewal clause is automatic, then it renews automatically. But if it is not automatic, your payment of rent is an indication of renewal. So where your tenancy has been terminated, you are no longer entitled okay before i leave the problem of that question the moment the uh, tenant has converted the property into a purpose contrary to why it was taken, that is an automatic breach of the covenant in that tenant the the tenancy agreement the landlord has the right to terminate that tenancy and commence a proceeding for recovery of that premises now that Answers the first leg of the question. I wouldn't know. You refresh my mind about the
3: second leg of the question. The second leg of the question actually is if the tenancy agreement signed by both parties without having a witness Mm -hmm. uh, is admitted in evidence. Yes,
1: Jerry, I'll let you answer that. Go ahead.
3: The the simple answer to that is is very, very admissible. Okay. Uh, What you just need is for the landlord and the tenant to sign their part. Uh, Yes. The witness. If if you do have a witness, uh, then congratulations is and uh, what is it? called age. But once you sign, the landlord signs, the tenant signs is very very admissible in law. Except you want to reboot it that you didn't sign, hmm. then that's another issue. But that's not what he asks. Hmm. So what he yes. asks is must there be a witness? You hmm. don't need to have a witness. Once the signature of the landlord and tenant is there, mm-hmm. uh, it's is a law. Uh,
2: well, to just buttress a little more on that, mm-hmm. the court is enjoined to enforce a gentleman's agreement between parties. Okay. So, I, I, the, the, the provision for witnesses is in the event of, uh, in, the event of um, uh, contra- uh, in the event of contradiction, in the event of there's a fight. Hmm. Then, as to whether or not this existed, you know, it will not be a case of your word against his word. So, if there is a third party to say that, look, I was there when this agreement was signed. Hmm. So, but in practice, really, our uh, people ignorantly do not know the the, the meaning of the word witness. Hmm. witness is not is not um, if the job of the witness is not to say that um, uh, uh, this. Uh, oh, uh, let me say the job of a witness, mm-hmm. for example, in a penalty uh, arrangement. Mm-hmm. The, the landlord has taken the... The job of the witness is not to say that, okay, well, you people are hereby declared uh, landlord and tenant, as the case may be. No, the job of a witness is to say that, truly, I was there when this thing was signed. But most of, most of the time, what witnesses, what people do, I mean, I mean, contracting parties do, is to collect the documents. You see a case where the, the tenant will just collect the documents from the landlord, goes to his house, goes to give it to his wife to sign um <clears throat> Sorry, excuse me. In the okay. house where he's about to leave, he mm-hmm. goes there, his wife signs it, he brings it back to the landlord. Then the question will be what has happened within the transition between the landlord's place, store, his house, and back? Has the paper not been tampered? Is that the true re- reflection of what they intended to enter into? But these are deep. Ended argument, but I will get to court. Hmm. But then, the, the, for, for us to restrain ourselves within the confines of the question, hmm. the people who intended to enter into an agreement, hmm. they intended hmm. to enter into a binding agreement by signing that document. Hmm. The person who is called a witness is just to say, okay, I was there when they entered into It is until they get to the environment where they begin to say, no. This is not. There was never such an argument. There was no such argument. That is when the issue of uh, witness comes up. But until then, a gentleman's agreement uh, willingly entered by two parties.
1: You find binding on them I see alright let me take one call I'm sure uh, my, gentlemen we have so many questions uh, my, my WhatsApp is flooded by, by questions and so I have a feeling we're going to have this conversation uh, again and again and again uh, and I'm hoping that both of you will agree to come back uh, because I think you're doing justice to this subject but let's take a call hello hello hi thanks for calling us what's your name
5: my name is wisdom
1: wisdom welcome go ahead just go straight to your question
5: okay please uh, i want to cut it very short i rent a, an apartment so they asked me to pay for two years for four thousand five i paid an agent and agreement was fifty thousand i paid so along the line when i packed him after three months they hello I refused to give me the receipt to the house. Uh, I now went we, we lost
1: you for a few seconds. Uh, when you're packing after three months, what happened?
5: Okay, I went to him mm. to give me the receipt of the house. Mm-hmm. He now said that I'm going to pay him extra $30,000 as agent and agreement where there was nothing like that he didn't tell me anything like that. Hmm. So I now say uh, that this one, I don't know about this one. He said that the person that is living opposite me paid 100,000 naira before he packed in. Hmm. That why my own is like this? I said, when I paid you this money, you never discuss this. you never talk about this. It was an agreement that this is what I will pay. Hmm. And I paid you and you accepted it. Hmm. So why now that I need my receipt, you bring this topic? He now went ahead and gave me quick notice to pass two months. Ah, okay.
1: I see. Okay. Now, I'm alarmed, but I'm wondering whether my lawyers are alarmed. Now, keep listening wisdom, all right? I'm sure they'll answer your question. Jerry?
3: Yes, um, actually, of course, uh, there, there will always be... Uh, uh, as far as the word is concerned, you have bad tenants, you also have bad landlords. Hmm. And most times, uh, most uh, agents, uh, if I will use that word, are also bad, too. Now, I didn't really hear him clearly, but I think I have a fair idea of what he was saying. He said that immediately he packed in, after three months, he went to collect his receipts. Mm-hmm. Uh, the man said he will pay another 30000 if that's correct. Mm-hmm. No. Um, all he needs to do is, if the man has refused to give him his receipt, he, he has to take recourse to the law. Let me tell you, so section 5 of our law says, as from the commencement of this law, all landlords upon payment of rent by the tenant be obliged to issue a rent payment receipt to their tenants in respect of such way. So it's a compulsory condition. You must give the tenants receipts. And now, any landlord who fails to issue a rent payment receipt to his tenants prescribed under this section, commits an offence, and it's an offense. on conviction to a fine of hundred thousand But people don't know that. I it's see. A criminal offence for the landlord. Or the agent, as it were, mm-hmm. not to issue that uh, receipt to the young man. Mm. And again, I had him say that after the three months, he was not given a quick notice. Mm. Uh, he should just laugh and continue staying where he stayed because a man cannot succeed in court to eject him from there. So these are um, people need to have. Lawyers
1: stand by, but but but, but 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 that's also another thing. People cannot afford lawyers, number one. Number two, people don't understand how courts work or where to even start with with these things. The, okay, okay, now, the idea, yeah,
3: like I said, the idea, like said, now, Stanley,
1: hold on, I'll come to you, Jerry.
3: Yeah, am I on?
1: Yes, Jerry, go ahead, I'll come to Stanley in a bit.
3: Yeah, like I said, uh, um, he does it. What he needs to do is need needs to have a level. For example, I answer this question steady, uh, even on Twitter, on social media. People call me with different um, problems. If uh, what is the name? wisdom calls me, it's a simple thing. Um, most times, I try to talk to uh, the landlord or agents on the other side to notify them that they are just trying to extort young know, Because if these are intimidation, hmm. the law does not allow whatever. I don't know how true it is, but. If what he said happened, Hmm. the law protects him. The law is insisting, I just read out the uh, sections five of our law, Mm -hmm. It's insisting that the landlord ought to have issued him a receipt. Mm -hmm. And if the landlord doesn't do that, all he needs to do is walk into the closest police station, make an oral report, and the landlord could be arrested. However, you know, this is where we come in. Hmm. Most times, when you start going through all these routes, then ordinarily you start having problems, with mm-hmm. the landlord. Mm. And most people, like he said, uh, the pain is that when you park into an apartment, you pay agents, you pay agreement, mm. and now you pay your rent. Mm-hmm. So most times when you are not evicted, the next apartment you're trying to go into is required that you pay another agent and another agreement. Mm-hmm. So these are actually the areas of law because I'm in mean, practice. Mm. Uh, we can read all the law mm-hmm. from now to evening, Mm -hmm. the practice is different from the theory. Mm -hmm. So most times we try to um, advise the tenant to just don't mind it, don't just this the quick notice, it cannot fly. Okay. As far as I'm concerned, it cannot fly.
1: Stanley, very quickly as we wrap up, because we're out of time.
2: Okay. Now, the the idea first and foremost, let me uh, disabuse the mind of the listeners, that the idea that most people cannot afford a lawyer is mm-hmm. a myth. It's a myth that really has to be debunked. Mm. Now the truth of the matter is it will save you more if from the start there was a lawyer. Look, if on the day you were going to that property, on the day you are, how can you make a payment who haven't not been the issued a receipt? For three months you waited. But so if on the day he was for example to that make that payment if on the day he was going to make that payment... Hmm. Can you hear me?
1: Uh, you, you, you're you sounding a bit faint now.
2: Yes, 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 yes. Something just went... Can you hear me now? Yes, go ahead. Yes. If on the day he was going to make that payment, he, he actually engaged the services of a lawyer and then he came with his lawyer to make that payment. Some people might say that he's going too far. But then, what would not be enough for you to avert problems? And now, if you went with a lawyer, I can assure you that the agent and the landlord wouldn't have done that to him. Hmm. Now, they are doing this to him because they see him as helpless. That's the first part. I must encourage people who are listening, do not get into trouble before you start looking for lawyers. Hmm. Because what Nigerian system has relegated lawyers to is problems of us, messiahs in the times of trouble. <laughs> that is not what it is. The, 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 the lawyer by your side would even help you not to get into trouble in the first place. Mm. Because by the time you get into that trouble, you will sweat blood and bleed water getting out of it. Don't allow yourself to get into it before you engage a lawyer. Somebody buys a property worth hundred million naira. The lawyer did not know about it, he made his payment and eventually finds out that there's a mortgage on that property, then he goes to get the lawyer to come and do magic. These are the things that people don't know from the onset. So, to his question, if <clears throat> if he has made payment and then he discovered that the lawyer is trying to be smart or trying to be funny, hmm. he should like Jerry has
1: advice. Ignore it. All it's right, not, uh, gentlemen. Unfortunately, 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 we're completely out of time. So um, let's uh, let's leave it at that. We're going to have this conversation again after the show. I'll come to both of you and beg you to please come back because I really right. love right. talking to both of you, and I'm sure that my listeners will will ask you so many questions. And so we're going to do do this again um, um, in two weeks' time uh, on a Monday at four. Thank you so much, Stanley and Jerry. Okay.
3: Uh, uh, Thank, it's you, nice. for Thank you for having us. And um, uh, if any, if you have any other questions uh, directed to you, you can always tag me on, on Twitter. Twitter handle and uh, I could be of help.
1: All right. Thank you so much. Lagos, we'll take a quick break and come back. Don't go away.